months of happiness when the coach arrived its wheels made no sound it was full of kids it was pulled by 12 pairs of donkeys with men's boots and was being driven by a small man with a round face he had sharp eyes and mewed like a cat as the coach stopped the coachman turned to candlewick and asked in a wheedling tone Tell me my fun boy would you also like to go to that fortunate country I certainly wish to go but let me tell you my wagon is full said the coachman never mind answered candlewick if there's no room inside i can sit on the top of the coach what about you my love asked the coachman turning politely to pinocchio what are you going to do will you come with us or will you stay here I want to return home. I have to study, said Pinocchio. May that bring you luck, said the coachman. Pinocchio, Candlewick called out, "Listen to me. Come with us and we'll always be happy." Come with us and we'll always be happy, shouted the 100 boys from the coach all together. And if I go with you, what will my mother say? asked Pinocchio. Don't worry so much we are going to a land where we will enjoy all day and night without any restrictions Pinocchio did not answer but sighed deeply once twice a third time finally he said I want to go too the seats are full answered the small man but to show you how much i think of you take my place as a coachman and you I'll walk. No, indeed. I could not allow that. I would rather mount one of those donkeys, cried Pinocchio. He approached the first donkey and tried to mount it. But the little animal turned suddenly and gave him such a terrible kick in his stomach. Pinocchio fell on the ground. At this, the whole company of runaways laughed uproariously. In the meantime, Pinocchio got up and with one leap landed on donkey's back the leap was so good that all the boys shouted hurrah pinocchio and clapped their hands in hearty applause pinocchio mounted and the wagon started on its way while the donkeys galloped along the stony road pinocchio heard a very quiet voice whispering to him pinocchio it's not too late go back to your house Pinocchio looked around to see from where the voice had come but he saw no one the donkeys galloped the coach rolled on smoothly while all the boys slept inside after a mile or so pinocchio again heard the same voice whispering remember boys who stop studying and turn their backs upon books and schools and teachers to enjoy sooner or later they weep He jumped to the ground, ran up to the donkey on whose back he had been riding, and taking his nose in his hands, looked at him. Think how great was his surprise when he saw that the donkey was weeping, weeping just like a boy. "Hey, Mr. Driver," cried Pinocchio. "Donkey is crying. What's wrong with him? Let him weep. Have you taught him to speak?" No, he learned to mumble a few words when he lived for 3 years with a band of trained dogs. <laughs>
Come, come, said the little man. Do not waste time over a donkey that can weep. Mount quickly and let us go. After a few hours, they reached the land of toys. It was full of boys like them. The eldest was 14 years old and youngest like 8 years. Both Pinocchio and Candlewick made friends with everyone else in no time. They played all day and night. The best part was that there was no school there. Oh, what a beautiful life, said Pinocchio each time when he met his friend Candlewick. I know this is great and you should always be thankful for me to persuade you to join me, answered Candlewick. Oh, what a delightful life. If I am now a really happy boy, it is all your doing. And that schoolmaster always suggested me to keep distance from you as you might land me in some mischief. Poor master, replied Candlewick. I know only too well that he disliked me, but I am generous and I forgive him. Noble soul, said Pinocchio, embracing his friend affectionately. Five months passed. The boys continued playing and enjoying themselves from morning till night without seeing a book or a desk or a school. Until one fine day, Pinocchio woke up in the morning and felt strange. He touched his ears. They were long and hairy. Dozy Dormouse, who was his next door neighbor, came over to see him and said, Pinocchio, my dear... I'm afraid you've caught the dreaded donkey fever. In two or three hours, you will become really and truly a little donkey, like those that draw carts and carry cabbages and salad to market. My dear boy, said the dormouse, by way of consoling him, you can do nothing. It is destiny. It is written in the decrees of wisdom that all boys who are lazy and pass their time in amusements and games must end sooner or later by becoming transformed into little donkeys. Oh no, what should I do now? It is all because of Candlewick as it was all his idea. And why do you follow the advice of that false friend? Pinocchio was so ashamed of himself that he placed a paper bag on his head to hide his ears and went to see his friend Candlewick. When he entered his room, Candlewick and Pinocchio both realized that they were both suffering from donkey fever. While chatting, they both fell over and were unable to stand straight. Their transformation into donkeys was finally complete and instead of sighs, they could only bray like asses and they brayed loudly and said in chorus, Whilst this was going on, someone knocked at the door and a voice on the outside said, Open the door! I am the coachman who brought you to this country. Now open the door and let me in. This finishes episode 21 of The Adventures of Pinocchio. During the story, we came across Gepetto's pet cat. Its name was Figaro. And in the Walt Disney movie, its appearance and personality is that of a spoiled child. In this episode, we saw how Pinocchio turns into a donkey. In the coming episode, we will see where is Pinocchio sent as a donkey and what eventually happens to him. <laughs> 